Okay, looks like that's working. How we sound? I mean, we sound tired. <laughs> oh. But uh, <laughs> Oh, you meant the audio quality. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> I mean, it sounds fine. <laughs> it sounds as fine as it can for oh. someone who's completely self-taught. Uh, oh. <laughs> Welcome back to Kicking and Streaming, where we are still indoors. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm Carrie. I'm Ross. And this week, we are saying hi from hiatus. Hi from hiatus, guys. And what a hiatus. Oh, my God. So, I think the last time we spoke to y'all was on the Christmas. <laughs> yes. It was a December 24th. The yes. last time we talked to them. So much has happened since December 24th. And God, I'm glad we're all still here. Ah! Uh, I know, I know. It's It's been a lot. It's been a lot. You know, the amount of American people who predicted every single thing that would happen. And it all has happened. Yep, it, it, it I, did. I, it did. I can remember thinking this year, you know. I, I didn't want to think about the 2020 election. Like, I just, like, for 2017, 18, 19, I just didn't think about it. Because I was like, oh my God, that's so far off, right? And then 2020 happened. And I was like, oh, wow, yeah, it's election year. And then the pandemic happened. And I was like, oh, ooh, what election? You know <laughs> oh, no, what I, I know. You know what I mean? Yes. The- We're not going to cover a movie this week, guys. We're just going to kind of check in, say hi, fill you in on what's been going on in the off time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to play a little game later. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about what we're going to do next week. Exactly. So stick around for that, guys. Before we get started, go follow us on Twitter at Kick and Stream. K-I-C-K-N-S-T-R-E-A-M. You can write the show at kickingandstreamingpodcast at gmail.com. That's with an and and not an ampersand. And don't forget, folks, go to the Apple Podcast, to the Spotify, give us a rate and a review. We would really appreciate it. In 2021, we are still practicing the three R's, rate, review, retweet. Absolutely. Because we want everyone to be able to join this watch party. Are you ready to catch up on just the craziest two weeks of our natural lives? I, I don't even have words, but yes, I do have words. You know that's a lie. <laughs> Buckle up. We're going to be here for a sec. <laughs> Anytime you hear me say I don't have words, I usually have words. I know, sweetheart. I just don't feel like saying them. <laughs> Oh my god, dude. Let's talk a little bit about January 6th, huh? (laughs) Oh man. Where were you? I mean, I... How was that? I called you, didn't I? Yeah, you were. I was on my afternoon break and shit was starting to get crazy at like 2.30. I think I was at home. I was working from home when it happened and I was just like... I've been trying to keep my phone off during the workday now like mm, I did just probably I get, for the best I get distracted way too easily so but yeah you called me and you were like are you seeing this shit yeah guys I work at a government building and this was all happening and it was going down on Twitter and I should was way more focused on Twitter than on work that day <laughs> I shouldn't have been the your, people's work is never done sorry Hoosiers your tax dollars at work if I wasted any tax dollars I'm sorry but it was just crazy, dude. It just kept coming in and coming in. It kept escalating. No, I think an attempted coup is like a reasonable distraction to the workday. Like I was on Twitter when the live stream started. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, God, it's getting whack. 
it's getting a little too real. So, I mean, I think all sane, good-hearted, educated people can agree that what happened was a domestic terror attack. Yeah, it sure was. And I'm sorry I sound jazzed about it. I'm not. Don't, it's just, it's a coping mechanism. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> it's like, if you don't laugh, you'll sob. Exactly. Like, this is not something to laugh about, but God bless it, we're living in a Futurama cartoon. A, they're a bunch of dirty traitors. They're the worst losers in American history, the sorest losers. Please don't mind the I really wish I weren't living through a major historical event right now button. (laughs) Sanity, I think, will prevail. And on Wednesday, we get a new government, a new federal government. There won't be an absolute overturn of the Trump administration. Oh, no. But hopefully he will purge all of the Trumpers from federal government. Well, he's not going... The Trump is not going gently into that good night. I want the footage, man. I want the footage of him being forcibly removed. I want him gone. And I, I really don't see him and Melania walking out hands extended to give a tour. Like, I really don't. They're not going to the inauguration. Like... I kind of want a, if I don't get the video footage of them dragging him out, I want a nice Nixon-esque walking across the South Lawn to Marine One. You are just like Carrie Fisher when Nixon was in office and she, and she was like our age, right? Yeah. And like she, Debbie Reynolds, her mother, is like, we're going to the White House. <laughs> and Carrie Fisher's like, no, I'm not going. I want him impeached. <laughs> and Debbie Reynolds looked her dead in the eye and went, I will cut off your credit cards. <laughs> She's like, when are we leaving? (laughs) Poor Carrie Fisher. (laughs) Rest in peach. So what if we, What you want to fill the people in on uh, how we've been spending a little bit of our downtime? Okay, so I'd like to take this opportunity to talk a little bit about comfort shows <laughs> and how they can both be um, pacifying and toxic at the same time. Sometimes they're a hug, sometimes they're a drug. So Carrie Ann, I would say that you are a little bit more open-minded when it comes to your media consumption. Well, I have to be because the exact problem you're getting ready to talk about, like I had it bad there for a while. Like I was re-watching the same four things over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And just like on the one hand, it's like, of course you have that show that you return to that, that makes you feel nice on the inside when real life stinks. But when you do it over and over and over again, it's like you're trapped in this time warp. Mm-hmm. And this just this cycle of bad feelings. Exactly. Exactly. And so, yeah, you know, I, I have been trying desperately to branch out to new things lately. As you folks know, they recently, uh, Peacock. Oh, yeah. The NBC streaming service. Are they new, new, or have they been around? I think they've been around. I think they just now have, you know, gotten Reclaimed the- their bounty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they finally got the cojones to take the office off of Netflix. So yeah, guys, they took the office off of Netflix because it's NBC. You know what else is NBC and they took off of Netflix? Guys, the West Wing. Oh no! The West Wing is off Netflix. And Are it's, you kidding me? It's NBC. <gasps> no! Yeah. I didn't even realize it was gone. Yeah, I know. Oh. I know. Oh, I'm upset. Guys, you know, we recently covered the pilot of the West Wing at election time. Oh, West Wing! West, West Wing! Wing. 
Oh, man, I'm sad. I know. No more bleeding heart inspirational speeches. Now we have to get Peacock. Oh, no! (laughs) No, this is a vicious cycle. No, I want it. No, (laughs) everybody keeps reclaiming their IPs and creating their own streaming services. I'm like, folks, I can't afford you all. I knew this was going to happen, though. When Netflix started doing all of their streaming and everything, I was like... Oh my God, everybody's going to end up doing this. And then, like, you know, media consumption as we know it is going to fundamentally change. I mean, streaming's been pretty hot for about 10 years now. Yeah, ta- and especially in the last 10 months. Yeah. Everybody's stuck at home. Nobody can go to the movie theater. We have to pay $30 to watch a movie online now. It's almost like there are corporations that make tons of money off of suffering. Yeah. Is, it, is that. Nothing like a worldwide pandemic to really jumpstart streaming. <sighs> Jeez. The fact that Tiger King is a product of the pandemic, in my opinion. Like, I know it was happening before the pandemic got, like, whack. <laughs> yeah, but-, but, like, it just did not line up well. <laughs> I, it messed with so many people's mental health when it was already spiraling. I know! <laughs> like, like, a pox on Tiger King. <laughs> You just wish we could wash that away from last year. Exactly. Every time I see something about Tiger King, I get irate. (laughs) You're upset that we allowed that to balloon out of control as a culture. Who are we rooting for in Tiger King? (laughs) Anyway, if you know anything about me, my anxiety manifests itself in a very cyclical manner. One way that I feel like I can maintain control over my life is by what I watch and what I consume. What what... reality you choose to expose yourself (laughs) to. Yeah. (laughs) I can remember in high school. I think this is where this started. I know exactly what you're going to say. I was out for a nice hangout with my friends. Went to Falls Park in Pendleton, Indiana. It was beautiful. And my mom calls me on my cell phone and says, you need to come home right now. Oh no. This room is atrocious. Oh no. Still dealing with that today. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, you sure are. But you know, I went home, she grounded me, and you know what I did? I spent the next four days being grounded, cleaning my depression room. I watched the entirety of The Office. How many seasons were there at that point? On a, like, side streaming platform. They were all out. They were all out at that point? Mm-hmm. All right. And it wasn't even on Netflix. I didn't have Netflix yet. It was just this website that had every episode of The Office on it. <laughs> it was literally, it was cool. It was just like, there was no design to the website. It was literally just links and they all played perfectly well. Oh my God. The old days before you had to like close like four different ads. Uh-huh. It's like diffusing a bomb Ex- nowadays. Exactly. Like, <laughs> come on, let me at the pirated media. <laughs> And that w- that really did help me get out of that funk that I was in right at that point. And I, when I first watched The Office through the first time, I hated Michael. <laughs> oh, no, I hated yeah. him. He was the worst part of the show for me. And then he left. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, no, no, I like Michael. Ricky Gervais at the Golden Globes that year, getting up in front of everybody and being like, he was a job in actor. Career not going that well, if I'm being totally honest. Who who got his big break when I cast him in a remake of a show that I created called The Office. He's now leaving that show and killing a cash cow for both of us. Please welcome the wonderful Tina Fey and the ungrateful Steve Carell. (laughs) Petition to rename it The Gloating Globes. The Gloating Globes. Oh, my Lord. That speech is wild, by the way. 
So ever since then, I've kind of put too much stock in the things that I get attached to. I remember the first thing I really wanted to watch on Netflix when I got my first Netflix subscription, like, oh my God, seven years ago. Oh, shit. Was, uh... Mad Men. Right. I really just watched all the Mad Men. I remember I watched Mad Men through like five times. And then I watched like House of Cards and Orange is the New Black. And those are definitely all big comfort television shows for me. I watch those over and over and over again because Oof. I know what's coming. Yeah, Nothing's going to put me through an emotional spiral. Those are all shows with wild, twisty, turny plots. And, and like, yeah. and but you already know what's coming, so it's fine for you. And in the last three to five years, I found that Orange is the New Black in particular always come back to. Ew. Like whenever I'm like feel like I'm at rock bottom, I'll just put on Orange is the New Black and get to work because Orange is the New Black shows like that and Shameless and House of Cards like Oh, Shameless. All of those shows reinforce in me that I don't have it as bad as these people do. It's like, wow, you're really out here whining, doing nothing. Right. And look at these people busting their asses to survive. <laughs> exactly. You know? And so that's how I kind of got addicted to my comfort shows. What are some of my comfort shows? Mm, I mean... I mean, you switch around to a lot of things. That, that was kind of my point. Like, you're less on the comfort you know, wagon than I am. Like, even though I know that, like, SVU has, like, some major content reckoning ahead of it mm -hmm. in terms of, like, what needs to be addressed in the propaganda yeah. realm, like, it is such trash TV, but, like, in some of the best ways for me. And so I'll always come back to that, no matter how freaking ridiculous the writing gets. Barba is back! Like, they finally brought Barba back, so, like... I'm I didn't even know Barba was gone oh no yeah <laughs> they did barba dirty oh, i'm sure they did and then like dick wolf they call him <laughs> dick for nothing and like stabler's coming back i can't wait to see what that wait, looks like hold on stabler's coming back stabler's coming back man. to svu he's getting his own show but like so he's not coming back to svu like for maybe an episode or two i think and then he's getting his own show yep my name is cleveland brown I and know. i am proud to be oh my god <laughs> he's gonna be on like mob rules or something like that like <laughs> law and order mob rules what <laughs> It's going to be great. It's going to be great. I mean, it's probably going to be a train wreck, but it's going to be fun to watch. Well, can you imagine if they actually brought Stabler back to SVU? Ugh, no, not in the year 2021. Yeah, exactly, right? No. It'd probably be a train wreck. Stabler was so problematic. Is she a captain? She is a captain now. Captain Olivia Benson. Oh, it sounds so amazing. I love it. Everybody's just like, hey, Cap. You ever seen her on Falcon Crest? No, I have not. Cutie. When she was a baby? From the 80s, yeah. Oh, man. Anyway. Um, let's see some of my other comfort shows. Let me just slip in real quick. Betty White is 99 years old. Oh, God. Protect... Protect Betty White at all costs. Guys, out of everyone alive today, she has been working longer in entertainment than anyone. Since 1949. Like, that's so fucking crazy. That's 70 years, y'all. Holy shit. You know where she's from? Illinois. Illinois, man. Our neighbors to the north. Also, if we have any listeners in Illinois, what are people from southern Illinois like? I'm talking like the bottom of Illinois. Like, like near Tucky. <laughs> 
and Missouri. Like Indy Tucky Zura? Indy Tucky Zura, yeah. What are the Indy Tucky Zurians like? <laughs> we gotta know. Like we, We've just... never been to that part of the state before. I don't think anyone ever has. <laughs> Ross. <laughs> like Illinois is Springfield and Chicago, and I'm pretty sure that's it. Stop that. Oh, no, right you, also now. Got, you also got like Aurora and Peoria. <laughs> Peoria. Peoria. <laughs> and there's a Bloomington? There's a bigger Bloomington in Illinois than there is here in Indiana. Woof. I know. Holy moly. Wow, we got so off base. We That's did. my fault. <laughs> it's usually your fault. You were going to say something, and then I said Betty White's going to be 99. I was going to talk about some more of my comfort shows. Please. But, like, I mean, I don't know. Like you said, I've been branching out lately. I've uh, I've revisited Harlots recently. Harlots is good. Because, like, Harlots did me dirty, like, in a Pusey Washington kind of way. Oh, no. And I've only... Wait a minute. Who dies? I'm not going to tell you. Oh, my God. Tell me. I cannot tell you. <sighs> and you... And look at me. You're not going to look it up on the internet. So help me God. You're not going to look it up on the... Look at me in the eyes. I'm not going to look it up on the internet. Don't look it up on the internet. I won't. I, I, Ross? Carrie Ann gets so mad. Guys, I'm just one of those people who likes to know what's going to happen before it happens. But Ross, sometimes- And then the, I like to watch it play out. Sometimes the journey, the getting there is the part yeah, you're supposed it, to enjoy. Yeah, and then people like you are like, Ross, you're stupid. Like, that just <laughs> ruins the whole point of consuming a piece of content. Yes! Like, if you already know what's going to happen. It's about the journey. Exactly. Ever si- I feel like this started ever since I intellectualized that the Eagles could have just flown them to Mordor. <laughs> you know what I mean? You've just had a major problem with plot points. <laughs> yeah, like, it's about the journey. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck that. I don't know what's going to happen. It's another form of control. Maybe we need to learn how to deprogram me of these tendencies a yeah. little bit. Like, maybe you start by not looking up who, who killed the- Lila Stangar. Yeah, for fuck's Okay, that's another thing. <laughs> She's so mad, guys. I- I've been- She's so pressed about this. She's been trying to get me to watch How to Get Away with Murder. And it's a fine show. Beautifully done. It's just not my favorite. And, like, the only thing that's got him plussed is who killed Lila Stangar. I got that far in, right? Like, obviously she's dead, and I'm thinking it's the husband or Annalise or, you know. You don't know. One of these kids. I have no idea. And I didn't really want to watch anymore, (laughs) but I really wanted to know who killed Lila. And I kept asking her and asking her if it was this person or this person or this person, and it was nobody I knew or suspected of. And I went months without looking it up, but also not watching the show. Like, we could have gotten the answer organically. But I didn't. He d- And I finally just looked it up. You ruined the whole thing for yourself. Like, I don't understand. She wouldn't tell me why, though. She wouldn't tell me why this person does it. So at least now I know, and I could watch it play out. You could. You could start at season two. Might as well. Like, if something is not getting, if a point in a series is not getting to me fast enough, I'll just look it up and then watch it until it happens. You like, have zero discipline. You're right. And that's something we need to work on in 2021. All right. My self-discipline when it comes to every facet of my life. But we'll get there. Guys, we had in mind uh, just to get our uh, media brains uh, started up and rebooted. Re- Did you say media brains or meaty brains? Media brains. <laughs> I didn't hear it again. Did you say media or I said meaty? media. Okay. Media brains. <laughs> get our meaty brains. 
I just have this trivia app on my phone. It's called Trivial Quiz Pursuit Knowledge? Yes. What? (laughs) It's an off-brand app there. You ain't kidding. (laughs) Trivial Quiz Pursuit Knowledge. Just as much SEO power as you can cram into the title of a game. Huh? (laughs) Sorry, it's downloading. Give me a moment. Yeah, we're just going to use this app to ask each other trivia questions. That way it's not skewed in any way. The app's going to come up with the questions. I imagine at times the questions will be obscenely easy. I also imagine at times they're going to talk about things we've never heard of before. We'll have to have the band give us a little music. Isn't that right, band? (laughs) Thanks, Don. I love how the fictional band leader has a fictional name. Don Burgundy? We love Don Burgundy. (laughs) Thank you. Everybody give it up for Don Burgundy and the Big Brass Band. It's Carrie, it's Roz, it's Carrie and Roz. (laughs) Thanks, Don. We're all gonna. We're both gonna do seven questions each. Uh-huh. And like I said, some of these are gonna be obscenely easy. Uh, case in point, your first one is obscenely easy. Okay. All right, Ross. What is the name of this movie? Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. It's a shot of Hermione Granger pointing a wand at Draco Malfoy. Yes. Are they all gonna be pictures like that? I don't know that they're all gonna be pictures, but that one just happened to be a picture. Okay. All right, so that one is obviously correct. Oh, my God. Okay. Try try to act surprised. Come on, trivia fun crack. What's it called? (laughs) (laughs) Which of these actors played in the movie American Beauty? Mike White, Tim Griffin, Adam Crosby, or Kevin Spacey? Kevin Spacey. Correct. Yay! I hate that stupid movie. Well, that's the one with the piece of trash blowing in the wind. It's what's it called? American American Beauty. Yeah, it's got Marissa Jarrett Winokur in it. She's the OG Tracy Turnblad on Broadway. <laughs> oh God! She's, she's the drive-through girl. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Which of these actors played in the movie The Twilight Saga: Breaking Dawn Part One? <laughs> Tony Curran, Kristen Stewart, Tyler Perry, or Jane Horrocks? Please give us a Tyler Perry Twilight mashup. <laughs> Kristen Stewart! <laughs> what the hell? Correct. Oh, I hate this. All of yours are so easy. What is the name of this actor? That's Sean Connery. Yeah, I know. Why is Ryan Reynolds even a suggestion? (laughs) In what year is the movie Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them? Like, what year did it come out? This question is weirdly worded. Well, what year is it in, in the plot? Well, the choices are 1996, 2016, 2000, and 2011. I think it wants its release date. 2016, I'm pretty sure. That is correct. Yeah. God damn it. It's like 1920 one or something in the film. I don't know. Okay, here's one you might not know. Who directed the movie Inception? Roland Emmerich, Wolfgang Reiterman, Christopher Nolan, or James Mangold? Mangold. Is it Christopher Nolan? Correct. Yay! Oh, God. I I was a guess. (laughs) (laughs) All right, last question. In the film, The Great Gatsby. Oh, I hate this. Who plays the character Jay Gatsby? Is it Tobey Maguire, <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio, Jason Clark, or Joel Edgerton? What is the answer? Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh... 
Correct. All right, so you got a perfect seven out of seven. So let's that's see. a lot of pressure. Oh my God. Okay, who is this actor? Leonardo DiCaprio, George Clooney, Ray Fine, or Dave Bautista? It's that last one. You're right. Because <laughs> it's not any of the others. What is the name of this movie? Imitation Game, Edge of Tomorrow, The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey, or The Mummy? That's Brendan Fraser, right? Yes, it is. Then that's The Mummy. It sure is. Absolutely. Yay. I've never seen The Mummy in its entirety. Wow, you were really getting the shitty questions. <laughs> Which of these actors played in the movie The Expendables 2010? <laughs> Kyle Richards, Alex Reed, Sylvester Stallone, or Josh Gad? That's gotta be Stallone. Correct? I didn't know who those other people were. Wow. Okay, in what movie have Liam Neeson and Florence Pugh starred together? Batman Begins, The Commuter, Nonstop, or Taken 2? Is it Taken 2? You know it is. <laughs> Thank God. Oh no, I was wrong. It was The Commuter. No! I know, I know. Oh, they got no. you on that oh, one. Well, I've already lost. That's uh, okay. Oh, my Let's God. Let's finish this out. Fine. In the film The Mask, who plays the character Stanley Ipkiss slash The Mask? Johnny Williams, Richard Jenny, Orestes Medicina, or Jim Carrey? Of course it's Jim Carrey. You would be correct. I'm still mad about the Liam Neeson question. Who is this guy? Oh my god, Dustin Hoffman? That is Dustin Hoffman. Yes, yes. it is. Oh my god. Okay, the who's this guy? <laughs> Wait a minute. You're getting all the shitty questions. Oh my god, that is Hugh Jackman? You are correct. Yes, that's from like X-Men. That's from one of the X-Men movies or maybe one of the Wolverine movies. Sorry guys, it's not a visual medium. Yeah, no, why do all of mine have pictures? Okay, which of these actors played in Back to the Future 1985? Zuzun, <laughs> Kelly Rohrbach, Daniel Huddlestone, or Michael J. Fox? I think it's Michael J. Fox. Correct. <laughs> so you got six out of seven. I know, I'm upset. And I got seven out of seven. Yes, you did. What does that mean for me? I don't know. What you... do I get? We didn't discuss what I'd get. You, you get to give a speech at the Gloating Globes? <laughs> <laughs> That's what that means. Eat me. You want to play one more round? I kind of want a chance to redeem myself here. Sure. All right. Who starred in the movie I Am Legend with Charlie Tahan? Andreas, uh-oh. Andreas Katsoulis? Um, oh no, names I will butcher. Maud Abbas Kil Khalili? <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, keep going. Nolan Gerard Funk? <laughs> is that a real name? It is. Or Will Smith. It's Will Smith. Yes, it is. Wow, that was painfully easy. <laughs> I hate that I had to struggle through those Do we names. have different settings on? I know. Do you have, like, baby on? I know. And I have, like, black belt on? <laughs> What is the name of this movie? It has blue cat people in it. <laughs> it's an av it's not cat people. <laughs> it's Avatar. Yes, it is. I love that other options were Toy Story 2, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. It's literally a shot of So Saldana <laughs> in Avatar. In the film Quantum of Solace, who plays the character of James Bond? Who? 
Qu James Bond. No, Quantum Solace? Yes, Quantum. It's Quantum of Solace? I don't know. You keep saying Solace. Oh, I'm is that the part that I'm keeps... wondering what that word is. It's Quantum of... I don't know, honey. I'm just going by how they said it at the award show. So, Solace. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> Do you want to hear the choices or not? What are the choices again? Daniel Craig, David Harbour, Jeffrey Wright, or Mateo something. I can't pronounce that. It's That's Daniel Craig. Yes, it's, that's correct. That was bad, too. Who directed the movie Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith? Was it was it George Lucas? Was it Louis Leterrier? Was it James Wan? Or was it Bob Zemeckis? I like the idea of James Wan directing Revenge... Directing? <laughs> I love the idea of James Wan directing Revenge of the Sith. Um, it was George Lucas. That is correct. Yay. Which of these actors played in the movie The Matrix? Sylvester Groth, Martin Freeman, <laughs> Keanu Reeves, or Sean Fry? Oh my god! <laughs> these are so bad! Keanu Reeves. Yes, it's Keanu Reeves. Absolutely. Uh, which of these actors played in the movie Skyfall? Is this the same fucking question? Alright, here are your choices! Colleen Camp, Sean Sullivan, Joseph Fiennes, or Daniel Craig. It's Daniel Craig. This is such bullshit. It, you got two Daniel Craig questions. Come on, trivial fact pursuit knowledge. All right, last question. Robert De Niro played in what movie directed by Scorsese? Goodfellas, Shutter Island, The Wolf of Wall Street, or The Aviator? Goodfellas? That is correct. Yay, I got seven out of seven? Yep, yes. Because they were painfully easy? Yep, I know. All right, let's see how you do. Oh, God. I bet I'm going to get, like, six really easy ones and seven and one really bad one. What's the name of this movie? Oh, no. Think about it. Is it The Mummy Returns? It is The Mummy Returns. Yay! In the movie Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> What is the name of the character played by Tom Hiddleston? Is it Hogan, Bruce Banner slash Hulk, Heimdall, or Loki? Heimdall. No, it's not Heimdall. It's Loki. You are correct. Yes. Heimdall. In the movie The Hunger Games Catching Fire, what is the name of the character played by Josh Hutcherson? Who's super cute, by the way. Oh, yeah. That's Peter Malark. It is Peter Malark. I call him Peter Malarkey. Peter Malarkey. I like it. <laughs> God. Which of these actors played in the movie Fight Club 1999? Is it Michael Imperioli? <laughs> James Basket? Damon here? Or Edward Norton? It is Mr. Edward Norton. You are correct. That movie was fried. In what movie have Arnold Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers starred together? Escape Plan, Predator, True Lies, or The Expendables 2? Oh, no. If you get this one wrong, I honestly am going to just count it right. It's Predator, right? You're correct! Yay! Yay! Oh, my God. Second to last one. Okay. Which of these actors played in the movie The Transporter? 2002. Christoph Joner, Natasha Leone, Jason Statham, or Amy Brenneman? God, I hope it's 
Jason Statham. You're fucking correct. Yay! Oh my god! Wow! <laughs> oh shit! Anyway. I did not know that. that <laughs> Last was a question. Guess. All right, all right. All right, this is for your seven out of seven, okay? All right, all right. What year is the movie Suicide Squad? 2016, 2005, 1997, or 2001? Could you imagine a Suicide Squad in 1997? I can't. But it's 2016. You're correct. You're seven out of seven. Yay! Yay! Give us some music, Don. <laughs> Thank you, Don, our fictional band leader. Thank you very much. Thanks, Don. Well, that was lovely. It was lovely. It was nice to go out on a high note like that. <laughs> Those obscenely easy questions. I know. Thank you for sticking with us through that. That was fun. It was a nice way to get the neurons pumping again, wasn't it? It's nice being back behind the mic with you. I know. I've missed you so much. I, well, we've been literally together, so <laughs> this whole time. I know, I know. You just missed this. I did. I sure did. You missed this with me. Absolutely. And I missed this with you. All right. Okay. Are you ready to talk about what we're going to do next week? I am. So, all right. So this month, guys, for the month of February, we decided that we were going to try to stay on theme. If you remember last year in February, we did all rom-coms and Ross was at his wits end with me. Oh my God. You didn't like all the rom-coms. So we're going to do something a little different this month, aren't we? Yeah. We're going to do... Love stories, and maybe they're not the conventional love story you might think of. Some pretty whack love stories. Yeah, no, we have got a a, a cornucopia of variety on our plate for you this month. Mm-hmm. All right, so do you uh, do you want me to tell them? Who else would tell them? <laughs> Guys, we're going to start the year off with a movie Ross has never seen. Yeah, guys, I figured, you know... This might help me get acclimated into trying new things Yeah, when it comes to viewing. This is one of those movies that just came out of left field for me. I did not think I was going to enjoy it going in, and by the time I came out of it, I was like, that was all right. You know how I feel about Matt Damon. I know Qual- how you feel. Quality actor. Why are you still friends with Ben? I know, right? <laughs> like, Get the fuck away from that. Get away from Ben Affleck. I love all of the pictures the paparazzi take of Ben Affleck just coming out his front door. <laughs> just picking up the food he ordered or something. It's quality meme content. I know. Because he always is giving the middle finger or he just looks <laughs> fucking like he's dying. He looks like he's in the middle of dying. Anyway... <laughs> Next week, we are going to be covering the 2011 action film love story. <laughs> okay. I know, I know. The Adjustment Bureau. Guys, it might sound like a weird choice to start off on, but I, I, I'm ready to react. <laughs> I, like, I thought this had good energy, and it also hits on the love story aspect, and it's just a different kind of movie for February. And we'll have the return of Miss Emily Blunt, won't we? Absolutely. She's going to be back with us next week as the lovely main uh, love interest in this story. Um, we'll also have uh, John Slattery with us. Hey, I love Mad Men. I know. <laughs> Tell me you're not watching Mad Men. What? (laughs) Promise me that when I get out of prison, we're going to sit in bed and binge it with takeout. (laughs) He was watching Mad Men. Uh, When he's he's watching Mad Men with the bowl full of pretzels and he puts the picture of him and Piper down on its face. That's such a mood. (laughs) 
So look out for that next week, guys. In the meantime, you can go follow us on Twitter at Kick and Stream. K-I-C-K-N-S-T-R-E-A-M. Guys, I've just decided in the year 2021, we're going to forget about the Facebook page. That ship has sailed. No one's ever going to address that. You really mean no more Facebook? Like, for the time being, like, they've got bigger fish to fry right now in terms of uh, who's using their service. No one's going to handle my claim about the page right now. You're right. So let's just put that in the back cabinet for now, and we'll come back to it later. Facebook's awful anyway. I've been saying this the entire time we've had it. You're right. You're right. <laughs> You're so right. You can write the show at kickingandstreamingpodcast at gmail.com. That is with an and, not an ampersand. Don't forget, folks, be sharing us with your friends and family be leaving us reviews and recommending us and never forget ladies and gentlemen that our lives will always matter more than the economy yes (laughs) is that your parting words for this week yes (laughs) no one cares about the economy guys no we just want to survive oh my gosh all right so (laughs) take us out take us out doug More quality content coming to you from Kicking and Streaming. Until then, I'm Carrie. I'm Ross. And as always, sorry, Sorry, Mom. Mom.